Thanks to OnDeck for supporting the morning stream. Are you a small business owner in need of capital today? Well, OnDeck can help you. With over $10 billion in loans and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, OnDeck is a lender you can trust. Find out more at ondeck.com slash stream. And by XIQ Notecast. Notecast is a revolutionary app for podcast listeners. With Notecast, you can subscribe and listen to all your favorite shows, but you can also save portions of your favorite podcasts with automatic transcripts. Try it free for 60 days, no credit card required. Download Notecast for Android or iOS by going to notecast.app and sign up using the code TMS for a free 60-day trial. That's notecast.app and enter the code TMS when completing your sign-up. Coming up on TMS, what ticket did I get again? I smell like Vegas. Who put weed in the cake? Just me, this car, and some taco sauce. Sounds like an answer to the other question. It's fantastic. It does. Where my gold at? This is not political. Major spoilers and trick nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Many environmentalists do not realize that America is covered in grass. And 75% of a cow or a beef animal's body weight is made up of grass, which we cannot eat. They want to take away your hamburgers. These violent delights have violent ends. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for March 4th, 2019. For a long time this morning, I thought it was the third. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know why. Like, time's already going too fast. I don't get it. It's like, oh, we're four days in. Well, where did that go? Freaking. Exactly. Hate it. Anyway. Time. I know it sucks. <laughs> I'm Scott Johnson. There's Brian Ibbett, who uh, recently freshly back from Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome back. Yes, if he can call Vegas, if he can call anything from Vegas fresh. Uh, I don't know. What are they? Let's see. I'm trying to think of what they would produce that you could say is fresh. Fresh prostitutes <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the legal brothels. Well, how about a fresh good time in April when we're all there? How about that? Yeah, That'll absolutely. be a fresh good time. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll get to that in a second. A busy weekend, lots going on here at the Johnson household. Had a big family party yesterday. Yeah, uh, what was for, going on? Well, it was just a like a nobody seen each other for a while, so Kim made dinner and we had like a soup type thing where uh, various people, like her sisters, would bring different soups, and so we all ate different soups, and that was fine. <laughs> it's um, a big old soup party. Yeah, it was a lot of soup. <laughs> uh, it was cold, so you know it's good good time for soup. Plus, the floor finally is in a condition where you know there's not stuff laying everywhere. People can actually. Mm-hmm come and be here and chill and whatever and um i'd forgotten that a couple of my in-laws are are uh, uh anti-vaxxers so i got to deal oh, with some of that yeah right. that was fun and one of them was All like right. well i would hold the ba- the new because the new baby's here right van was here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh i get this whole well i'd hold the new baby if i could but i don't get those shots so i guess i can't hold him because Taylor's got this rule. She's like, if you're not vaccinated, if you didn't get your flu shot, you don't get to hold yeah. the baby. It's just simple as that. We don't want him to get, I mean, put him at risk. Well, okay? even right down to the flu shot. Right. Exactly. He's like, no, I don't want him to get risk risky. Or yeah. she doesn't no, want him I at risk. That's, so I she's that's smart. So she had a rule, and she told everybody early on, look, if you want to be around the kid, don't come sick, and don't come unless you got your flu shot, and unless you got your unless you like got your freaking measles vaccinations and all that shit. Well, I'd bring forgotten. your visa because Van doesn't take American Express. <laughs> and I and I found out that they 
uh, that one of them I just had forgotten is a total like uh, paranoid anti-vaxxer, and uh, so we had to deal with that. That was fun. Anyway, speaking of visas, they're not everywhere you want to be. No, yeah, they're I, not. I was at a store yesterday, and they the place that we go to all the time, um, not that we always use a visa there, but when we go grocery shopping, we like to have the choice. They don't accept visa anymore. Really? Yeah. And I, see, that seems weird. Like Visa Visa and MasterCard seem like you're you're you've got to take those. That's it's what you'd think. You'd American think. Express, even Discover it say, "Okay, well, if you're going to say I'm not going to take a certain credit card, it's going to be one of those two." Right. That's what I would have thought cuz the fees are traditionally higher on those two, mm-hmm. especially American Express. But no, they're taking everything, including American Express, but not Visa. And I asked the lady, "What's the deal?" And she says, "Their their fees are too high now." So now oh, Visa wow. is the ones with the high the high fees, mm. I guess. So I didn't wow. even plan on telling you this story, but Brian brought it up, so I thought I would just sneak <laughs> that one in there. What's going on, Visa? Come on now. What's the, the deal with Visa? They said they'll take them if it's a Visa branded, uh, uh, what do you call it, card? Um, uh, uh, debit card. They'll take debit cards if they're Visa, but not mm-hmm. credit cards. Because I guess the credit processing has gone up or something. It's weird. Anyway... Uh, so here's a funny little story. Speaking of using your credit card for something. Yeah. And then we'll yeah. get to Vegas because Brian's always got something about Vegas when he comes home. Always comes something home. about Vegas. Uh, Carter, <laughs> in a total panic on Sunday, just a complete freak out in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Carter, what is wrong? I just screwed something up. I screwed something up. It turns out what she did, she's going to G- uh, GDC in a couple of weeks. Or whenever it is. Week and a half. Oh, right. Game developer conference. Yeah. So she's going there for the university. Uh, it's kind of last minute because up until now, somebody else was going and now they're not. And so she's taking their place. She went last year. She thought it was someone else's turn. But now she gets to go again. She's excited. She liked it last year. It's a fun thing. Uh, this weird Google, Google uh, keynote they're doing could be huge. And so she's going to be there for that and all that. She'll get to see Terpster. It's all fun stuff. Um, but she, when uh, doing her plane tickets... The way they're supposed to do them at the university is they do their own plane arrangements and then they just get reimbursed. Hmm. Sure. Makes sense. She, okay. she, she chose, she went to go choose it. You're supposed to go to SFO, San Francisco. That's where the conference is. She made plane tickets with Delta to go to San Diego. Oh, no. Not that's San the Francisco. the opposite end of, uh, right. <laughs> of California. The only, the only thing tying them together is they both have San in them. <laughs> Yeah, and so right. she did it in a rush and just wasn't thinking and was oh, completely no. panicked out of her mind that they weren't going to change this because she's never she's very particular and very careful. And this is a mm-hmm. weird error for her. So she had a complete, <laughs> complete meltdown yesterday morning. So I said, it's not a big deal. All you do is you call them up. Someone will get you on the phone. They'll say, hey, here's the change. No problem. See you in San Francisco. And they may not even charge you like any kind of change fee or anything because you're because it's obviously <laughs> just screwed up. So I'm giving her all this encouragement and oh, soft, you sure. know, yeah. whatever. Maybe maybe 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, maybe, that maybe that's true. So then I have her. So she calls Delta. Now she's in a worse panic because they say she has somewhere to be, and they say average wait time for calls is 2.8 hours. And she's oh. like, oh, what? I don't think I'm even supposed to be alive for that long. Like, how am I supposed oh to stay there for two hours? So, so. call, go grab some lunch, mm-hmm. maybe go see a movie. Yeah, <laughs> keep your phone on all the time because you have to be on hold, right? So she right. does that. She's she's super nervous about it. She finally gets on with the lady. The lady is very sympathetic. And instead mm-hmm. of the $200 change fee, mm-hmm. 
they only charged her fifty. That's good. And the school will probably pay for that because they're you know they they they're not mean. And right. so so it's all fine now. But it was just kind of fun. It's like a new uh, a new level of understanding for your kid. You go through your whole life of like. Don't talk to strangers. Don't eat candy from weird places. Uh, don't lick that floor. You know, all the things you're trying to tell your kid not to do when they're, when they're little. And as they get older, get to be teenagers. Don't go out with that boy. Don't see that movie. Try not to listen to that rap music, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And then they get, you know, she's 21. And now yeah. it's like, don't screw up your ticket and go to the wrong state right. or right. city in the state. Always state. make sure you've got the right sand. <laughs> exactly. I felt kind of bad for her, but she's uh, good now. Tina, a few years ago, did that with a work trip. Um, like, one of the first ones that she set up for herself. And uh, uh, she wasn't paying attention to the time, the flight time, or the the uh, the, the departure time, mm-hmm. and booked AM instead of PM, or maybe PM instead of AM. Oops. I can't remember which it was. Yeah. And um, so she had to sit on hold for a long time and get that switched. I think it was within the first, it might have been within the first, uh, couple hours after the plane ticket and i think they have that sort of grace period like mm-hmm. oh i was on ambien and i didn't mean to book a flight to orlando or something like that yeah, it's kind of like gmail's uh undo function when you send a gmail right. and you didn't mean to you can quickly undo it exactly yeah exactly that makes sense well anyway <laughs> so she's going to the right city she's attending gdc That's all cool. is well how did vegas go this week did you trivially trivially challenge everyone and come away with the what was it? In the money or near the money? What What was it? <laughs> finishing in the money. Finishing. Did you finish in we the did money? Not, we did not finish in the money. We finished just outside of the money. We uh, Out of 246 teams, we took seventh place. So, you know, top 5%, top 4%, whatever that equates out to. I'm, I'm happy with that because it was a really, really tough quiz. The music round, the second round, was um, Richard Cheese doing a bunch of covers. Oh great! And of course, and of course, it was not covers that Richard Cheese has ever released on albums. That would be a little too easy. <laughs> um, they were there was some you know there was like a Cage the Elephant song that we didn't recognize. There was a uh, um, a deep cut Destiny's Child song. You know, not Bootylicious or uh, um, uh, put a ring on it or any of those. You know, mm-hmm. like the recognizable Beyonce and sure. and uh, Destiny's Child. So basically, we ended up. Correctly recognizing three of the songs from the music round. Wow! And had decent guesses for the other ones, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a rough music round. Was he we trying to really was well. he trying to get revenge for all that time ago when people had cameras and he spit on he was, people? Yeah, that was, was it okay. exactly. Man. I I you know we he did uh, every time there was a scoring break. So three times during the um, the eight round quiz, he would do sets of music, and I noticed a lot of people in the front. Uh, you know, with their with their phones out, videotaping or videotaping, recording the <laughs> recording the concert. Hey, they were they were capturing it on the old Victrola. Yeah, um, recording the uh, the the uh, his performances, and he never got upset once, or huh. spit on them, or grabbed their phones out of their hands and threw them on the ground. It's almost like in so, 2008, he didn't see what was coming. Hmm. Exactly, huh? Hmm. Yeah, Weird. ten years and. Richard Cheese has grown just a little bit. His, his heart grew three sizes that day. Every time he does a lounge lizard cover, an angel gets its wings. Exactly, exactly. Good job. So, uh, did you anyway, talk so, to him, by the way? So, did you actually talk to the guy at all? I'm did not talk to him. Did okay. not have any interaction with him. All right. uh, there was one moment where he kind of came up through the crowd, and um, he was looking for somebody 
to to do some audience participation on a song and so he kind of wandered his way through the crowd came up came up the middle stairs and we were right next to the middle stairs and he looked over at me i think he made eye contact with me and i said hey richard you know something like that i mean he was you know in the process of talking on the microphone like all right who can we find here blah 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 right and he turns and looks at me, and I'm like, wave hi. And then, did he respond at all? And then he, kind of, like, he did not respond at all. I don't think there was any recognition <laughs> at all on that on, on his part. I think uh, 10 years and uh, many martinis have uh, <laughs> have, have uh, uh, hidden his recognition or, or, or uh, made him forget all about Coverville 500. Sure, sure. Well, that's cool, so, though. That must have been yeah. kind of fun, though, just to, to have him doing that. Because he's good. that's what he's good at, right? That's what he does. That is yeah. what the one thing he's really good at is is that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, we did that Saturday night, um, Friday night. We arrived there Thursday night. Got there too late, really, to do much. But we checked out the new Italy in uh, oh Park right, MGM. yeah. How is that? So uh, what I didn't know. So Mitsula met us down there and um, joined us for dinner, a late dinner, and uh, we found out that the T A L Y you know, obviously references Italy and eat added onto the front of that to make that delicious portmanteau. Yeah. Um, but it also might have a little bit of a nod to Mario Batali, who uh, was involved in the creation of this place. Oh. But who they've also removed all sorts of branding and any references to Mario Batali because of his whole Me Too thing. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so okay. They might have had that at the beginning. No mention of Mario Batali anymore because of his whole Me Too thing. But, I didn't know he um, had a Me Too thing. Well, how did I miss that? I missed that yeah, one. You know, Doesn't everyone have one? Don't we have one coming? Just, you and I should have we one. We probably soon. do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Right. Somebody who whose boob we signed in. Uh, <laughs> in the, I did sign a boob. It's Snowbird. I know. It's I signed, but she be, she asked me to sign it, and she, she was adamant, and everybody witnessed it. Okay, I didn't. I didn't go in there and say, "Let me sign your boob." I just want to make that clear. Asking is not consent, Scott. Asking exactly. is not consent. Look, I started that so, Michael Jackson documentary last night, and so everything. I'm paranoid. The whole world should be paranoid about everything right now. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so uh, it's really cool. The Italy thing. It's like. Um, Basically, as I described it, it's a bunch of it's like a food court of all Italian food, but not a, you know, Sbarro and Orange Julius level food court. I mean, these are much higher in places. So there's one that's all seafood. That's where I got uh, mine. I had a seared salmon with um, asparagus. It was absolutely fantastic. There is a Neapolitan style pizza, um, a regular uh, um, what's the other kind uh, Italian style pizza, but that's not right. It's just regular, what you expect with a pizza. Mm. Then a pasta place. Then a place that, that did, like, boards of prosciutto and Italian cheeses and stuff. And then the front had um, cannoli, freshly made cannoli and crepes and um, Italian pastries. So, so good. So much stuff. Well, if you like Italian food, it sounds like a freaking dream come true in there it was and it also became kind of our go-to breakfast place so we'd go there and do a croissant in the morning instead of going to like a sit-down expensive eggs and bacon and toast place yeah so that was really good the um friday night we went and saw a show there called opium a show in vegas called opium and if uh you're familiar with the shows in vegas there's um one that's been around for a while in front of caesar's palace called absinthe Mm. and it's a Raunchy Cirque du Soleil with balancing acts and and um, 
simulated doing it. No, no, oh. none of that. It's Cirque du Soleil style, man. It's well, you said raunchy. raunchy. Like, what do you mean raunchy? Well, there's no simulated doing it, but there's like... Uh, um, Topless ladies. Uh, ladies in various stages of undress, but not necessarily, maybe not full on topless. Dudes with their um, wieners out. Definitely not that. Dang it. <laughs> Okay. But like the the uh, the head the ringmaster is a guy named the Gazillionaire and he's crass and he's making con- comments about uh, the performers and the the stuff going on. They pull people on stage from the audience and and um, make them participate in the act by holding a bottle that somebody you know cracks out of their hand with a whip or something like that. Sure. Um, but uh, um, the new one, Opium at. The Cosmopolitan, I think, was I think we enjoyed it more than uh, Absinthe. Really, really good. Mm. Very raunchy, though. This one absolutely had topless ladies. One woman who just could not keep her top on, basically. Mm. And um, and that one has uh, simulated doing it. Doesn't... There's no simulated doing it. I this thought there were not... people like all grindy and doing it. No, no. What am where, I thinking where are you of? Getting this. I thought there was a Cirque du Soleil style. Animalized, maybe humanity. Humanity is what you're thinking of. That okay. is an actual Cirque du Soleil show with people dressed as animals, maybe simulated doing it. I don't know that one. I haven't seen. <laughs> that is the one I'm thinking of. All right, I haven't okay. seen it either. But yes. yeah, simulated doing it. No, this is more like you know. There's a balancing. There's a guy who comes out and like um, uh, the whole thing is very Barbarella meets Rocky Horror Picture Show in okay. its delivery. I think it's a really good with a with a Cirque du Soleil kind of over. Um, overtone sure. of balancing acts and acts of uh, feats of strength and balance and stuff like that. Mm. But it's very cheesy 50s sci fi inspired. Uh, there's a guy who, uh, uh, emo guy who's uh, a sword swallower and he did some amazing sword swallowing tricks, but heavily laced with uh, homosexual humor about ah. taking things down the throat and, Great. and stuff like that. Great. Um, the uh, there's a hula hoop guy who's kind of like the Scotty of the, <laughs> the uh, of the Enterprise, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but uh, they've got some great drink specials there, and we got something called uh, the Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster, named after, of course, the the Hitchhikers of the, uh, Guide to the Galaxy drink. Comes with a gold brick, you know, just like the mm-hmm. uh, um, the, the Douglas Adams joke. And then Tina and Barb, uh, my aunt Barb. So my uncle George and Aunt Barb went with us. Oh, and I didn't even know. Something. I didn't even know Tina went. That's great. That's fun. Yeah, Tina and yeah, Tina and, and Barb went, and uh, uh, they got something that um, uh, came with pop rocks, a little bag of pop rocks. And okay. you were supposed to. They they told you at the bar. It says, "All right, so to you know enhance the flavor of the drink, what you do is you open the pop rocks, you nibble a little bit of the pop rocks, and then you sip some of the drink, and it kind of pops and crackles in your mouth, and you get the experience." Okay. So like, okay, cool. <laughs> so we go over, go over to our seats, and Tina and Barb are drinking their Pop Roxy drinks, and George and I are drinking our Pangalactic Gargle Blasters, and and uh, um, all of a sudden Barb decides that she's going to rip open her entire packet of Pop Rocks, uh oh, and dump it in her drink. Oh boy, which then turns into uh, <laughs> the the best way I can describe it is into a dirty bomb. <laughs> <laughs> There is shrapnel flying all over our row, the row in front of us, the row behind us. Uh, sticky, it's a sticky, dirty bomb, is what it what it turned into. Yeah, because doesn't that stuff? It behaves like uh, 
yeah, like, like uh, every, silica gel, like yeah, that yeah. stuff that you get in the packets with your <laughs> Samsung television from Best Buy. Yeah, never mix that with liquid. Wow. All right, just but, popping and and flinging itself out to all the people around. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, yeah. So, so anyway, that's Barb. That's Barb. <laughs> I love it. That's Barb. I wish I knew more people Barb. named Barb. Barb's a rare name now. Nobody names it their is. people. Nobody names their kid Barbara anymore. No, no, and and thanks to Stranger Things, even fewer people are going to name their children Barb. <laughs> exactly, unless they want them to go to the upside down and die in a green coat. Nobody wants that. So nobody wants that. No. Um, last thing, uh, really quickly, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Amber and Andy from Fargo. So we're walking down the strip, and as we're passing uh, Paris, yeah, um, and the. Oh my god! The name of the the place I recommend out there, the um, oh French place, right? That you always say yeah. to go to. Uh, that I always say to go to, and I can't remember the name of it. It's all right. You're home. Um, you're fresh from Vegas, and you're not supposed I'm to remember. I'm fresh from Vegas. Everything. Memory is completely. I used up all my memory Saturday night. <laughs> now my my brain is now just running on fumes until I can uh, <laughs> build it back up. Oh, I actually forgot <laughs> to ask you. What is the? So you're on the strip. How was the temperature? Good, nice, warm. Oh, okay. perfect. It was like seventy. High 60s, low 70s. Oh, it was it was fantastic. That sounds so good. Yeah. Slightly overcast, not not a ton of uh, sun, so you didn't have to worry about sunburn. Um, and I'll be honest, I, we saw a Pikachu. Yeah. And that's it. No minions. No. Uh, I don't know what the deal was. If it was just too cold for people in giant, sweaty, gross costumes, or, or I mean, there's uh, always like a Pikachu. That. You feel like Pikachu is a is a is a like is a requirement a somehow yeah you exactly. gotta have that guy there but uh, if it wouldn't have cost me 10 bucks i would use the new uh ar photo feature in pokemon go to have a real pikachu standing next to the fake <laughs> vegas pikachu but that would have cost me 10 bucks oh my gosh would it they make you do that because they're because you're taking a picture there yeah it yeah has. if you take a picture of one of those one of those uh schmoes in a in a costume they will accost you for for uh for a five or ten dollar tip here's what you should do you should say no and they keep walking and see what they do. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. How fast can they run in that thing? Yeah, what are they going to do? What are they actually going to do? And you can even say to them, what are you going to do? Just yell back what to the you Pikachu. Do? What are you going to do? You're just going to follow me all the way down to the freaking stratosphere? All right, let's go. We got a Pikachu exactly. in the group. Let's go. Guess what? I can push you over yeah. <laughs> very easily. <laughs> You're not a weeble. You're not going to wobble and not fall down. That's fantastic. Anyway, so, so you're like, down there. Yeah. So down there walking by and... Um, uh, sitting outside in that uh, in that uh, uh, great brunch place with the outside patio and the view of the Bellagio fountains, are Amber and Andy from Fargo. They uh, they shout Brian Ibbett! and I look over and it's like, oh hey, how's it going? How nice to meet you. Did they say um, it's Amber and Andy? Don't you know? Like that? They didn't say that, but they you know they said we're the ones who sent you the weird uh, sauerkraut chips uh, oh, a few years ago. Yeah, I remember those. Yes, like many, like uh, three or four years ago. Yeah. And uh, so I get to look like a big shot in front of uh, uh, George and Barb. Like, <laughs> oh, my, Brian, you get recognized on the stream? Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's it happens the, all the time. It's one of the perks. Can't help it. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's but, nice. Uh, if they're listening now, hi, Andy and uh, Amber. Did you get to hang out with them for a little bit or just talk to them for a brief second? We, talked to, them, we talked to them for a couple of minutes. They were in the middle of uh, uh, eating. They actually said, we're here because of you. Like, we're here at this restaurant because of, because you recommended it. Oh. And uh, we actually even uh, bumped into uh, bumped into them another time, uh, two days later, um, heading to the tram from uh, 
um, from Park MGM, the former Monte Carlo. It's nice. The, the improvements they've made to uh, Monte Carlo and this Park MGM thing are really nice. But the um, the restaurants, there's no there's no cheap food court restaurant options there now. So the whole, I'd say there, the whole strip doesn't even really have that anymore. Just, uh, uh, a few places. MGM Grand still has that place in the back that's got the McDonald's oh, and the Sparrow. Right. And the, Right, you know, but they treat it like they, they treat it like a prison. Like it's like this weird, cordoned yeah. off kind of. You don't ever want to go is. there. Ugh, yeah, yeah. The only way I mean, it's like you you only know it's there if you go to the pool yeah. <laughs> because it's the only reason you'll pass that place. Yeah, that's true. But um, and there's probably a few other places. I'm sure, like you know, you go up towards like Harrah's and Bally's and stuff like that, and you get a lot more of those uh, those kinds of uh, sure. options. Right. Walking glitch asks me, do you play the field in craps? I do not. I am not a field player. I do one. Um, I do a pass line bet, and then a uh, odds on my pass line, and then I follow that up with three come bets with full odds. I don't know what any of that is. I know exactly. None but of that. people who play people who play craps will know what that means. And I did really well with craps. Had uh, um, had two big winning sessions. One of them was at the Plaza. Oh. I happened to be looking at uh, things for. Viva TMS Vegas that I can't talk about yet, but um, looked real good. What you sent looked looked really really good. Yeah, yes. I feel like I need like I need yeah, we wear, need to talk about it. I need to wear a tuxedo there or something. Ooh. It just has the feeling of like a place where you'd wear one, you know? Like it's yeah. very like oh, kind of. Look, the the Rat Pack just showed up, everybody. It's right. I mean, I think we need to get you and I need to get. Um, Dumb and Dumber, blue and orange, powder blue, powder orange tuxedos. Is there a powder orange? I guess there's not a powder orange tuxedo, but... You know, all that. I'm trying to think. I mean, I can picture one, though. So there must be, because I can totally yeah. picture a powder orange tuxedo, but I don't know if it's in that movie or not. Yeah. Or where well, I've no, seen no, it's, it. But I don't, know, I don't think it's called powder orange. They definitely... Uh, oh, is it uh, got a different name? Lloyd and, and uh, Harry, right? Harry yeah, and Lloyd, Lloyd and Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely we're wearing blue and orange tuxedos. <laughs> yeah, one was kind of an orange, like orange in the like, like a, a burnt rusty orange, like those candy, uh, those those candy uh, peanuts, circus peanuts. Yeah, circus yes. peanut orange. <laughs> circus peanut orange. Yes, that's right. Oh, I love oh, it. I yes. love a circus peanut. And sack, uh, yeah. sack but Egon. Right, we um, we got to hang out with a couple uh, people there. Adam and oh no, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. And their beautiful baby. But darn it, we both Adam, into them at Eve, the, uh, and Baby Kane. No? Brown, I believe. And uh, Jen, thank you, Adam, uh, in the uh, Cosmo Buffet line. And they are Geek Bowl players. And uh, didn't see them. Oh, we did see them at Geek Bowl because we hung out with them uh, back by the spectator section. Mm. I'm surprised. You guys will you, have to let me know how you did. Surprised you remember um, any of this with how, how crazy this week is for you every time. You know, it is surprising because Friday was my drink day. I did not have a single drop of alcohol on saturday yeah but um i did i did fall off the wagon scott i had the uh cosmopolitan buffet oh oh yeah <laughs> and um That's and then nice saturday one. night after uh yeah after geek bowl i had a um uh-huh. i had some chicken nuggets and a a, a shake from uh, shake shack oh lord well then off the wagon yeah let's get off the wagon let's get right into that weighing deal on friday let's see how that that's right goes. i'm back i'm back on the wagon i had a salad last night i'm yeah. good i'm I'm, uh, I'm making it back and I'm you didn't you back. didn't do any uh you couldn't you can't do well i guess you could do a weigh in vegas if you knew where to go but you just skipped the weigh in right for next week 
Yeah, what I did is I did the weigh in a day. I did the weigh in the day before we went on the uh, trip. So okay. did it Wednesday morning. Um, Got it. And uh, that saves the trouble of trying to do the trying to find some place. I did find a place, but it would have been a you know seventeen dollar lift ride out there, seventeen dollar lift ride back just to do a weigh in. There was nothing on the strip. Yeah. I can't imagine a Weight Watcher studio doing well, you know, tucked in the uh, <laughs> tucked in the link between the. <laughs> No. The Twin Peaks and the Buffalo Wild Wings is <laughs> no. It'd have to be <laughs> like Watcher Studio. It'd have to be like in town and for locals, you know, like people who just are going. Well, yeah, uh, when I when I mapped it out, it was on the other side of the uh, other side of the strip, and I'm like, eh, yeah, that's the last thing. One of the last things I want to do when I'm at uh, in Vegas is yeah, you don't want to do that. Who wants to do that? Nobody does. Nobody. Nobody wants to do that. What we do want to do, though, mm-hmm. is Babble Royale. Oh, look. Transition. Let's get it going. Brian Dunaway, back from a uh, weird meeting last week. Should be joining us today, which will be uh, utterly fantastic. Oh, I got to get the calls ready. Let's see here. If you guys want to participate in the show, uh, in today's little uh, Babble Royale, you got to call us, 801 471 Six two. Here's your theme. Hey, Brian Dunaway, what are you doing there, buddy boy? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hey, we missed you last week. How you doing, buddy? I missed you guys too. Yeah. I'm doing great. Yeah. yeah, we didn't even have film sack this past weekend, so I'm a little bit missing you guys. It was weird, right? It was a very weird thing not to have film sack. Uh, well, I'm glad we have this. We have this together, and a uh, chance to hang out with you is always a good time. Uh, call us right now, everyone. I just cleared the line. Sorry for those who maybe tried already. 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. Uh, Brian Dunaway, before we get our first call... Oh, too late. I'm taking it now. Hold on a sec. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Oh, my Lord. These just won't stop. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is, well, the, the chat says Coldster Edits, but that's my son's account. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. you, know, you, know why, you know why I don't have an account? Why? He's too much hassle. Yeah, too much. Are you from too Russia? Much too much hassle. Too no. much No. Oh, do you have Russian relatives or Russian heritage at all? No. Okay. Well, if you did, if you did, everything's too much hassle. That's how that's supposed to work. It is. Uh, well, it's good I to am, have you here. What's you your... can call me Chuck. 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 I Chuck, like it. Okay. Chuck. There I was you gonna go. say, I'm not going to call you not Colbster edits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that'll work. I mean, you know. Yeah. Just don't call Chuck, me late for you... dinner. Yeah, that's oh, right. Where are you, okay. you calling from, Chuck? Yeah, where are you? Uh, Long Beach, California. Oh, very nice. Ooh, nice. Home yeah. of the Long Beach Telegram. Mm. Yeah, I spent a decent amount of time in Long Beach once for a trip, and I really like it there. It's a nice, nice part yeah. of California. Uh, and your son, yeah, a big it. son's a big Twitch fan, and you're just using his Twitch account for a chat room today. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, well, we're gonna play this game with you. It's called Battle Royale. Brian Ibbett will explain the rules, what you could win, and I have a feeling that the prizes you win, if you do win, are going to be very happily in your son's hands when by the time today's over. <laughs> uh, so let's find out. Brian Ibbett, take it away. You're doing it for your son. That's right, Scott. I'll give uh, Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Chuck, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, your prizes are a three-pack of games, courtesy of Stephen Costner, 
30 Flights of Loving. Mm. <laughs> That's a cool game, yeah. actually. Ooh. Is it really? Yeah, oh yeah. It's very cool. It sounds <laughs> it like love, it's... Is sounds... it that Love in an Elevator? No, it's not like is? that. It's like a... You know the Kentucky Route Zero? Or no, am I thinking of the right guy? Well, anyway, there's this independent game maker guy that is famous for his really weird but really cool games, and this is one of his early ones, and I can't think of his name, but it's actually super strange and really fantastic. It's really good. Cool. Okay, cool. Also, Spirits right. don't and 2064 Read Only Memories. Oh, don't know what those are, but I'm sure they're great. Sounds <laughs> good. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Uh, all those courtesy of uh, Stephen Costner. Thanks for submitting those games to give away. The topic you're playing for today comes to us from Matthew Pledger from Alabama. These are the top 15 American programs based on number of episodes, but it doesn't include daytime soap operas, which are in the 10,000s, uh, game, game shows, reality shows, children's programming, news, sports, or variety shows. So stuff like um, SNL, As the World Turns, Wide World of Sports. These are uh, things Sesame we can't Street. answer. These yes. are things you can't. These are answers you won't give. So basically, let me narrow it down. Uh, sitcoms and dramas, basically, is what it comes down to. Okay. And so you're like, calling uh, them programs? Program, <laughs> programs. Listen, and you're going with programs. Yeah, okay, that's what Grandpa wants to so call not, them today. Not top, not top fifteen TV shows, but programs. Programs, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Top, top. There you go. Let's. Well, you want to do that? <laughs> top fifteen American TV shows. <laughs> American TV shows. Oh, that's important there. to say American because that's right. American it is. Yeah. Yeah. So again, no. There are there are a lot of. Holy cow! There are a lot of shows in other countries that have. Wait, wait, wait! wait. And you said in the, the is is top uh, based based on number of number viewers? of episodes, number of episodes. episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So longest running American TV shows, sitcoms, and dramas. How's that? Right mm. there, you go. Mm. You like that better? Mm. That's so good. I like it too. Who's first? Oh yeah, who you want to go first and who should win? That's right. What do you That's say, right. Chuck? So Chuck, uh, who's gonna win? <clears throat> oh. I don't know why this seems like such a tough one. Uh, I think I'm going to pick uh, Scott to win and Brian to go first. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the face. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Brian. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I, that's fine, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. <laughs> my first guess yeah. is going to be The Simpsons. Oh. The Simpsons. Good choice because they're number one. Mm. Uh, 653 episodes and counting because they're currently still in production. So. Mm. Um, Oh, I should clarify this rule. Do they have to still be in production? Or can nope, they? Okay. they do not. Well, in that case, let's get Gunsmoke out of the way. Yeah. Number two, 635 episodes ran from 1955 mm. to 1975. All right. 1975. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is going to be Family Guy. Oh. Family Guy. Not in the top 15. <laughs> that was their <laughs> Yeah, because you got to understand. But they're like on, they're like like seventeen or eighteen seasons. How many more people could be beating that? Well, The Simpsons they is at probably, thirty, right? So it's like huge. Anyway, yeah. sorry. They are at three hundred and twenty episodes. They are just off the list. The lowest one on the list, uh, the top fifteen, is ER with uh, three hundred and thirty-one episodes. Oh, <laughs> oh who no. made this list? That, that was fast. Okay, I want to I want to take some yeah, guesses yeah. here. Yeah, take some more guesses. Um. Uh oh! I just I had it and then it left. Oh, uh, 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 the original. No, no, not the original. Uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. 
Law and Order Specials, a Special Victims Unit, uh, 450 episodes and counting, going from 1999 to the present. That is number five on the list. Okay. Law and that Order Original Flavor, mm-hmm. 456 episodes. Yeah. So uh, SVU is about to beat. Uh, in six episodes, SVU will beat the original Law and Order. You know what I'm. Do- you know what I was thinking wrong. I you said episodes, and I was thinking seasons. Right, because there was a big hiatus. Uh, uh, nah, okay. Uh, let me try another. We've only got what, like four of the top ten so far. You've only gotten five of the top fifteen. Yes. Uh, let me think here. I did mention CSI, or I did mention ER. So. So, so, so I, I mean, surely, oh, yeah. surely some form of of Andy Griffith was on for like six million episodes, right? I mean, you'd think. Um, right. Not on this list. Uh, let's see. Did, did uh, Mash make two hundred forty nine episodes? Oh, Chuck has a good one. Mash. Did Mash make the list? No, I was surprised not to see mm. Mash on the list. Oh, wow. Two hundred fifty one episodes for Mash. Uh, premiered oh. nineteen seventy two. Ended nineteen eighty three. You'd have to be uh, in the 15 plus seasons, I'm thinking. Like anything would, less yeah. than that. And it'd have to be one of these shows with 24 episodes per season, sort of things. So uh, if I'm going to make one other guess. Man. You say C- you said CSI, right? I did I did say. Oh, no, I, I, I accidentally said CSI, but CSI is on there. Okay. 337 episodes, tw- uh, 2000 to 2015. Is Jag on there? Jag? Jag is not. Jag okay. is not on the list. <laughs> is, right. is He-Man on there? Is that, is that <laughs> no. a... No. No. Uh, no uh, Man, nothing, they used to, if, nothing if, that they call children's programming, because uh, oh, Sesame okay. Street was on for, like, you know, forever. Still on, yeah. Oh, okay. So they, oh, they don't count on. those. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, 4,481 episodes of, of Sesame Street. Yeah, and they started, like, 69 go. or something, and they're still going, so. How, how, how bad is the Big Bang Theory? That feels like uh, every time I turn the TV on, I'm, I'm either watching Law and Order, uh, uh, NS, NCSI, and... and and I'm watching that Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it just of, feels like it's been on forever. Uh, right. Big it's only Bang like 10 Theory. years or something, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Big Bang Theory, 265 episodes yeah. up to now, 12 seasons. Yeah, it's not that many. Yeah. You got to get so your rest, 15 to 20 seasons or else you're not you going to totally make do. this list. Okay, tell us uh, the ones rest, we missed The rest here. of your list is uh, Lassie, 591 episodes, Law oh, & Order Lassie. and Law & Order SVU. Mm. Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, 435. Bonanza, 431. <laughs> My <laughs> Three Sons, yeah. 380. Then we start getting into more current stuff. NCIS, 380, uh, 369 episodes and counting. Um, Dallas and Knott's Landing with 357 and 344. Uh, the Danny Thomas Show. I thought show they'd been or, soap opera, though. I said no daytime. So yeah, this is a nighttime uh, thing. Yeah, it's different. Uh, Danny Thomas show and make room for daddy together. 344 episodes. CSI 337. Grey's Anatomy, which just made it onto this list. 332 episodes and counting. And ER 331 episodes. I still think I live in a different dimension where um, Grey's Anatomy ended years ago. (laughs) Right. Every time I think about that show, I'm convinced it's not still going. Yet somehow it's still going. I just don't. And it's not me going, oh, what a stupid show. How is it still on? I literally mean I thought it was off the air. Like I thought so too. Yeah. And I and the only reason I know it's not is because every once in a while you'll (laughs) remind me that Teen is watching it, or it'll end up on this list you got. Like I'm always surprised. Although Tina's binging, she's only on like episode or uh, season three of that show, and she's she's feeling like she's done. <laughs> she doesn't want to uh, uh, try and get caught up. Yeah, there's a the season where Negan's on it, and he's a ghost for part of it. 
That's yeah. where, that's where I was like, all right, honey, you go ahead without me. <laughs> I can't watch this. Supernatural. No, no, no. There was a scene. There. No, <laughs> no he's in that Heigl's, too. Wasn't 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 he uh, Catherine Heigl's uh, ex-husband? No, she was a patient she fell in love with, and so that's right. he that's right. after he dies of whatever disease he had. He haunts the hospital, basically, and they keep having episodes where Catherine Heigl's talking to his ghost. I, once again, I think you're confusing that with Ghost Whisperer. I promise you I'm not. I swear there's a Negan ghost walking around the hospital whistling with a bat. It's all happening. Well, hello. Is good to see you? Hey, Chuck. Good pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good job. Good, good job, Chuck. Okay. You've done it. And uh, we'll... We'll hey, send I just that want to say I, I I still love you, Brian Dunaway. Oh, <laughs> that's really sweet. That's really sweet. But thanks uh, for losing for me. Yeah, well done. Uh, we're going to send <laughs> you these. It, for you to get these, though, you got to send uh, an email to Brian Ibbett, Coverville at gmail.com, and then he will forthrightly, forthrightly, that's the word, send those immediately to you. And uh, we thank you for playing and hope you have nothing but a great day and say hi to your son. All right. Brian Dunaway, right. this has been a real treat. We hope you have a great day as well. Uh, stay out of trouble and kiss our butts. Uh, oh, and I'll be on the Boop Show with him a little bit later. Okay, real quick, uh, additional thanks to our friends at On Deck for supporting the morning stream. Small business owners, you need this capital, right? It's a big deal. you got to manage your cash flow, purchase inventory, upgrade your office space, all that stuff. Well, getting access to capital is incredibly challenging for small business owners, and most traditional banks lack the technology and the resources to truly understand you and your small business. On Deck is a 100% committed company to small business owners with fast, easy, and tailored financing. Whether it's a term loan or a line of credit, their loan specialist can help you secure funding you need. You'll get on a uh, uh, get a sorry decision in uh, minutes and funding within like 24 hours. Think of that. That's pretty fast. On Deck does not require any business collateral. The application process is simple and won't impact your personal credit. With over $10 billion in loans and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, OnDeck is a lender you can trust. I think OnDeck is awesome. I have friends who use it. I would highly recommend using it, especially if you have a small business. You have a small business like mine, a little media business, might be perfect for you. You opening a small store, doing a little coffee shop, perfect for you. For our listeners, any of you who might be in the middle of this, OnDeck is offering a free consultation with one of their U.S.-based loan specialists. For more information, go to OnDeck.com slash stream that's on deck.com slash stream and you can get a free consultation this is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events let's do the news brought to you by brought to you by diabolical films on facebook go to tiny.cc slash paper city burnout for digital rental and purchase or for visit uh, physical physical dvd purchase that is tiny.cc slash Paper City Burnout. Paper City Burnout. Paper City Burnout. Uh, all right. A family birthday went into pure chaos because someone put pop rocks in their alcohol. Just kidding. That didn't happen. <laughs> Worse than that. They put weed in the cake. Someone put weed in the cake. You put your weed in here. That's right. <laughs> Uh, it says it's a classic prank. The old lace the birthday cake with marijuana and serve it to an unsuspecting family member trick. You know the one. Mm. It's a real party starter, except, of course, when the guests of that party, some in their 50s, order or others in their 80s, ended up greening out, vomiting, and ultimately being hospitalized with an overdose as a result. Oh, this happened Oof. to a family uh, birthday lunch in Australia last week. Uh, 
Everyone was having a lovely time, and cake was passed around at dessert with fruit and cream, and some nice little chocolate chunks were sprinkled over it. Says Claire, a woman in her 50s and one of five people who ended up in the hospital that day. It turns out the chocolate chunks contain marijuana. It's not chocolate. <laughs> it's Australian for chocolate is what it is. That's right. <laughs> uh, she went on to explain that another party guest, a man in his 20s, had loaded up the cake with cannabis chocolate because he thought it would liven up the family birthday. Uh, the effect was not immediate. Um which I know is the case with edibles. Uh, within an hour, I was experiencing throat swelling and dizziness, and within three hours, myself and four family members were hospitalized with overdose. Jeez. With overdose. With a, hospitalized with overdose. It's a weird way of saying that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. says here, apparently I am allergic to cannabis or whatever was in that high, very uh, that, in that very high dose, or at that high dosage she was allergic or something. Yeah, I mean, it could be allergies, or it could just be the fact that the dosage was so high that it... Yeah. Yeah, could, could be that. She says, uh, Claire was given adrenaline and had to be treated for anaphylaxis, while several other guests were struck with bouts of heavy, really nasty vomiting. Mm. Is there any other kind? Is there another kind of vomiting? Yeah, some pleasurable, I had some really pleasurable vomiting. It's no it's no <laughs> such thing. Delightful vomiting. <laughs> yeah, doesn't exist. It's always bad. Yeah, really nasty vomiting. That's like, uh, when it's not just your your mouth, but your nose, it's coming out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says her parents are in their 80s. They were both vomiting. Other one had a very high heart rate. Yeah, you don't want to give old people too much edible. Jeez. Man. Yeah. Jeez. Um, people were passing out. Let them get out. it at the uh, nursing homes like you're supposed to. <laughs> it says here, all the hospital staff was frustrated because we were all talking nonsense. Everyone was at this event was calling one uh, calling one another and didn't know really know that we were high. Well, well huh. done, well done, guys. Well done. Somebody was really just hoping ah oh, this will mellow grandma out. <laughs> she <laughs> finally a way to get grandma to quit being such a spaz. Better use two scoops of mm-hmm. uh, of cannabis for this cake. Cannabis chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. All right, here's one for you. An Oregon man. Did nothing or survived on nothing but taco sauce while he was trapped in his vehicle uh, with his dog for five days. Any more than that, he may have had to survive on his dog. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, jeez, yeah, exactly. And better, you better save some of that taco sauce for the dog. It's a gnarly story. Uh, snow trapped Jeremy R. Taylor, but taco sauce saved his life. It began last Sunday when Taylor, along with his dog Allie, uh, went to get gas uh, for his Toyota 4Runner. Well, that's a four wheel drive vehicle. Should have been okay, mm-hmm. but I guess not. Mm hmm. According to the, uh, how would you say that? Deschutes? Deschutes? Oh, Deschutes. Deschutes County Sheriff's County. Office in Bend, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, Bend, Oregon gets crazy uh, mm-hmm. snow. Yeah, they do. Uh, Taylor told investigators his SUV got stuck in the snow. He then fell asleep and woke up on Monday to even more snow. How would you fall asleep? I would not fall asleep. Anyway, whatever. I guess if you just get stuck, it's like, all right, I'll just hold up here for right now. Maybe you just went out super, super late at night. Must have. Oh, no. It says, I uh, was unable to get out of the vehicle, um, dug himself out, was finally able to get out, uh, tried to walk out Monday, but the snow was too deep, made it hard to walk, so he and his dog returned to the car. Sunday had been the last day he was seen. Uh, they did a missing persons alert uh, at that time. Over the next few days, uh, after initially getting stuck, he told authorities he stayed warm by periodically starting his vehicle and using a few taco sauce packets he had as food. Now, I have an admission to make. Yeah, I've done this, but not to With save my life. Taco sauce or ketchup packets? Well, uh, both. 
but not to save myself just because I'm bored and on the freeway. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'm being truthful here, it was not for any survival reasons. It was, I'm a little peckish. What you go for right now is a medium medium spice sauce packet from Taco Bell. I've done it. Actually, that does sound really good. Ketchup as well. Doesn't it? Taco Bell sounds so good today, doesn't it? Why? It totally does. And if I do a burrito supreme with chicken uh, fresco style, then I think I'm all right. I think I might be able to do that. I think it'll be my coming down from my Vegas uh, picking out high. <laughs> well, let me know how that goes for you. Okay. All right. We'll do. Uh, anyway, the dog, let's see. He had to share it with his dog. Uh, oh, it says not clear how they got water, him or the dog. A person can live five days without water and six weeks without food. Um, dip down, dig out. So finally, somebody came. A construction vehicle, like a snow cat, came and uh, took them out. Uh, and they were fine. But uh, yeah, I don't know where they got their water. Drinking well, each other's pee. Enough water probably in the sauce. Like it, I bet that's the number one ingredient of the. Uh, well, that or the, the snow, the, right? Probably just or the get a snow, right? Handful yeah. of snow once in a while and eat it. Mm. That'd be fine. That's water. Last time I checked, snow is water. <laughs> Frozen water, it turns out. Uh, hey, have you heard of uh, rapper Young Dolph? No. Like Lundgren? Young Dolph. <laughs> yeah. I must break him. <laughs> I must do rap music. I must break him. <laughs> I guess would be the oh, appropriate that's way. Young Dolph, yeah. Because he'd be Young Dolph, yes. Yeah. I still need to see that second uh, Creed movie because apparently it's literally supposed to be Dolph Lundgren's son in that who plays I, I, Drago's son and it's his actual son. Oh, it's actually, uh, uh, it's it's Junior Lundgren. Yeah, and he's in it too, old Lundgren's in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm of the opinion, I don't know if this is shared by a lot of people, but I'm of the opinion that Dolph Lundgren is way cooler now than he yes. ever was. Oh, for sure. He's he's getting better and better and cooler, yeah. Yeah, I like, I think he is, kind of, something about him is super badass right now. Anyway, well, young Dolph, a rapper I've never heard of, had 500 grand in jewelry stolen while he was eating at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the last time I ate at a Cracker Barrel. Seriously. Why like, are you taking five hundred grand, uh, $500,000 in jewelry uh, to the Cracker Barrel? Well, they did it. Let's see. I think they got into his car. Here, let me set my Rolex over here while I consume my <laughs> bland grits. <laughs> can, I have, can I have the bland grits? Uh, extra bland, please, on yeah, those grits. Make those grits as bland as possible. Okay, here, here's what happened. It was actually his car. It was broken into while he was in there. Oh, oh well. So okay. he's, he's in a he's in an Atlanta Cracker Barrel last week. Thieves made off with roughly 500 grand of jewelry and other belongings. The Memphis, Memphis artist, born Adolph Thornton, now goes by Young Dolph, uh, told police the thieves smashed the window of his custom camouflaged Mercedes-Benz G-Class SUV. In the restaurant's parking lot on Wednesday, they made off with the Richard Mile, however you say that, worth of uh, two hundred or worth two hundred and thirty thousand. What's that? A Richard Mile. Richard Mile. Richard Mile. 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 I don't know what that is. Maybe Mile. It's probably a watch. It's spelled like Mile and Milborn, the the card game Milborn. It's probably it's probably a watch or something. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's a real nice watch, as uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as Steve Martin and John Candy would say. How about a real nice watch? Made a couple diamond chains worth fifty thousand and twenty seven thousand. How have I never heard of this guy? He's got this much money as a rapper. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I should know who this is. Anyway. Because he sells uh, marijuana cakes to the elderly. Yeah. He, uh, let's see. That's interesting. In terms of, uh, they go on just to kind of uh, talk about how it was unlocked. But anyway, the point is 
Don't go into a Cracker Barrel. That's the whole point. That's it. That's the whole thing. Okay. Don't go in there. What's this whole paragraph? When Thornton got out of his vehicle to go inside the Cracker Barrel, the taillights reportedly flashed off and on. Mm-hmm. Then, a couple of minutes later, they flashed two more times. It may have been like somebody has like a fake key fob and they figured out a way to hack oh, it or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something like gotcha. that. Who knows? So looking at uh, <laughs> Cracker Barrel security footage. <laughs> Enhance. Zoom. Enhance and zoom. Fritz. Here's what we'll do. We'll enhance our lives uh, and zoom right into major spoilers coming up after the break. I assume he's still good. He said his kids were home today, but uh, that may shouldn't deter him. He should still be here today. So uh, Steven Schleicher coming up right after the break, and uh, we'll get with the Trek nerd as well today. So come on back for all of that. Before that, though, a song from Brian that he brought. Please tell us about it now. I done brought some metal, some uh, heavy rock and roll from Fullerton, California, a band called edge of echoes they have a brand new album called electric from within um inspired by uh the deftones uh is one of their bands that they list as they uh, as, as uh, inspiration they're from orange county like i said fullerton california uh an ethereal dynamic and powerful sound heavy rock grooves euphoric tones and heartfelt lyrics and melodies characterize this group um here it is here is the song circles from edge of echoes all right we'll see you on the other side
Hey guys, let's talk a little bit more about our friends at Notecast. Podcasts are a great source of information and entertainment, but if you're like me, you don't always remember when you heard something or where to find it. Talk about an interesting or entertaining piece of information. Boy, I find those every other day. I'll be in the uh, car going, oh, that's awesome. When when did that happen? Shoot, rewind. Oh, I think it was 10 minutes in. This happens all the time with you guys, too. You're saying, when did that thing get set on your show? Well, we want to share something revolutionary with you. Recently, we've been using Notecast. It's a new app by XIQ, which is available on both iOS and Android. Notecast is a game changer. You can use it to subscribe and listen to all your favorite shows. But you can also use it to save portions of the podcast whenever you want. And it's even automatically generating a transcript for you. Listen, gamers, you know what it's like? It's like when your NVIDIA card records the last five minutes of gameplay or whatever. Like, think of it as that. It's like a little bit of a DVR sort of thing going on. And apply that to podcast and you got the idea. So all you have to do is just tap the note button on the play screen or pause the podcast and say, save that. Notecast app will save the last 30 seconds of whatever you heard so you can go back and listen later. And it will also store a transcript as a digital note. There's also an option to have it emailed to you. Uh, I think it's awesome. It's a really nifty app, and I think you will as well. Uh, plenty of apps out there to choose from, but this is the only one I know of that does these features. Like, it's pretty incredible. Anyway, whether it's a great conversation, story, joke, tip, or recipe, they'll help you retain that information like never before, and it is a must-have have rather podcast app for the perfect cure for the in-one-ear and out-the-other problem we all have. Uh, you can download Notecast for iOS and Android by going to notecast.app, or you can search for it in the stores. There, It's there as well. Uh, also have a special offer for listeners. Try it for free for 60 days. No credit card required. Just enter the code TMS when completing your sign-up. Again, that's notecast.app, and use the code TMS to try it for 30 days. Make that 60 days. That's even better, not 30, 60 Let's watch Dennis Ralston demonstrate a proper backhand. Study his positioning, even his intensity. Now we speed it up slightly. See the way Mr. Ralston has that body rhythm and readiness? Now we have almost normal speed, yet are still slow enough to study his every move. Uh, no, my movement is advancing into the hole, so that's everything. The morning stream. There's a snake in my boots. And we're back, everybody. <coughs> a little phlegmy today. A little phlegmy. Ah! Yeah, got to clear out horse the old... too, just from uh, all that, all that talking and breathing. Uh, casino, <sighs> casino air. Smoky casino air. Well, it's not all um, uh, vanilla spice or whatever. Yeah, uh, like, no, like I mean, that's, you know, they'll try and mask it with that, but... Uh, it's still there. <laughs> it's rough. Isn't it, we're giving all this smack to Vegas today when we're really hoping to see all of you there in April. That's Let's true, actually. You know, and Plaza, Plaza's uh, really good about their ventilation. Actually, the, the Vegas casinos, at least the ones, um, the big ones downtown on the Strip, are really good with their their filtration, air filtration systems. I say it's smoky. But you don't notice it until you get back to your room, you blow your nose, and it's like a uh, little little black. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be black. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as the um, uh, the 90s were pretty smoky everywhere. Oh, they were way worse. And off-strip, you know, going to some of those uh, 
uh, really bad off strip casinos. It's like, okay, that's where mm-hmm. that's where you're yeah. That's where you pay for it. It's rough. Exactly. Your lungs pay for it, I guess. Hey, uh, join us now as we accept the following application for speaking on the show. Steve. <laughs> it's Steven Schleicher all the way from Hayes, Kansas. A house full of kids and a brain full of good ideas. How's it going? Steve? Yeah, man, it's going good. Well, it's like minus 24 with the wind chill out today. So. Oh, Lord. That's cold. Yeah. yeah. We're having a cold day, too. Uh, I, I was really happy the last last week was like lots of days of like mid 50s. It was amazing. Just beautiful out sun, warm enough to run the dog and just it was great. Loved it. And then today, cold snap. Awful. I saw I-70 in Colorado. Brian has some kind of gnarly mm-hmm. uh, uh, avalanche going on. Yes. Yeah, it was like a video of this avalanche coming down. This guy's driving down I-70 and uh, you see it pulling in from the right. Fortunately, nobody hurt, but boy, that was some creepy video. Yeah, we're, I, we were I like, like two degrees when we came back from seventy, low seventies, high sixties in Vegas. That's crazy. And what's funny is that like a week before you were in Vegas, they had snow in Vegas, so it's all over yes, the place. Right. So weird, yeah. weird year. Anyway, hey, speaking of weird years, by the way, Stephen, why are your kids off today? There's no holiday. What's because the deal? it's because it's cold with the wind chill, and they don't want kids walking to school in their uh, shorts. And some of the schools have really poor heating mm-hmm. which is odd mm-hmm. uh so like my my youngest son's uh, classroom the heater goes off in that place all the time so it's just like well just keep the kids at home yeah we had a we had a similar my high school was like this it was the air conditioning was never good in the summer and the heating was never good in the winter it was like horrible both ways <laughs> when i was my high school they built it to have air conditioning so they built in these very narrow like maybe six inch wide windows mm-hmm. In, so there'd be like two in each classroom that run vertically from top to bottom mm-hmm. that you could open to get a little air in. Mm-hmm. But then they never put the air conditioning in. Right. And so it was burning hot from like August until October and then from like April until the end of the school year. And it, they wouldn't let us wear shorts and you try to open those windows up and they barely pull any air in. Yeah. See, that's no good. There's no way to live, is it? There's no way to live at all. Well, I'll tell no, you what, sure. uh, it is a good way to live is to have you here talking about cool stuff, nerdy stuff. talking Nerd about, stuff. Yeah, like comic books and pop culture and all that. Let's talk about the Frank Frenzetta art and why people should get a collector's edition of his stuff because he's awesome. And everyone goes, oh, my favorite fantasy artists, and they name off a bunch of names, Boris Vallejo oh, yeah. and all these guys. But you all forget, those dudes I don't even think exist without Frank's inspiration. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And you can go back. I mean, he's been around forever. I mean, he used to do uh, like some little Abner comic strips back in the day mm-hmm. um, that you can still find. But this uh, a couple of weekends ago, they had uh, Heritage Auctions ran a comic uh, book auction and the Frank Frazetta cover to uh, Famous Funnies number 209, which features uh, Buck Rogers and Wilma Deering sh- shooting at some goons, went for over half of a million dollars. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they only thought it was going to go for uh, three hundred thousand, but it closed out at five hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars. Wow! The one I'm uh, that's always famous to me in my head is the one where it's like four polar bears pulling like a barbarian-looking dude mm-hmm. on like a yeah a badass old <laughs> yeah nobody nobody can draw muscle-bound uh, fur loincloth wearing barbarians like Frank Frazetta. Well, yeah, yeah. So there's an interesting story that um, he I don't know if he got cheated out of the deal he used to do. It's the one right above that, Scott, the guy that's on the horse with the the hammer. Oh, right. He used to do a bunch of Conan uh, stories, 
uh, covers, but he kind of, I don't know if he got ripped off or cheated on this. So he created his own guy. I think it's, what is his name? The Deathbringer or whatever. It's this guy with an ax on a horse and you see that on Death Dealer. That's his name. And it was supposed to be this whole line of, um, um, you know, fantasy novels, almost exactly like Conan, but he made it, he made a lot of money in later years with that death dealer uh, art that he would do. And I think it's maybe the cover well, of a couple of albums somewhere, Brian. It is. It's the cover of the first Molly Hatchet album. Yeah, yeah. Molly Hatchet. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's why it looks yeah. familiar to me. I wonder if he did yeah. more because there was one with a guy. Um, yeah, yeah if you just Kingdom do Death was, Dealer, uh, you'll find a lot. One, flirting with Disaster. Uh, yeah, it looks like he did all of um, Conan the Conqueror was on Beating the Odds, Take No Prisoners. That's the one I was thinking of. Um uh, don't think that one is Frank Frazetta. Did no, a bunch Boris of, Vallejo. So basically, you're you know you're if you're gonna get a substitute for Frank Frazetta, uh, Boris Vallejo is your guy. Well, By the way, that mm-hmm. album also features uh, Katie Segal from uh, um, Futurama as a backing vocalist. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so here's the thing, though. Like I used to think because I didn't know any better when I was growing up, I'd see Boris Vallejo's name and I just think, oh, well, this guy, he's your guy. He's your He's your stuff. And as I've gotten older, I realized, no, he just kind of cop, not copied, but he was kind of like a poor, he was just sort of a poor man's ripoff of Frank Frazetta in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you well, know, I, whatever. It's still good. But if people no, want to see use... some amazing art of his, seriously, go look at the Frank Frazetta comic book art. And yeah. it is just amazing what he, what he do, did back in the day. Yeah. And who was, um, it was a Julie Bell that was the, um, also, uh, did that kind of artwork and worked with, uh, Boris Vallejo? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember That's her. right. I just remember uh, if you were a Frazetta fan, people would just, if you even brought up Vallejo's name, people would get mad. <laughs> so there's... Well, the, really? without, without both of them, we would never have uh, art on the side of Vans. That's true. <laughs> Some sweet... True. Yeah. And also, by the way, that the uh, vacation poster for the original vacation... Oh, is yeah, Boris the one that's modeled after like the Star Wars poster. Yeah, that's actual yeah. Boris Vallejo doing that thing, which is awesome. That's right. So I, I get, like Boris Vallejo's art. I've I've no no complaints about Boris Boris Vallejo. He got a lot more nudie in his than Frazetta uh, did, uh, which is fine. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Boobs. Boobs are boobs. Boobs. Are uh, boobs. All right. Well, that's the thing I want. I would like to get that. Uh, hey, what's with this rumor floating around? And I was talking to Tom Merritt about this weekend. He thinks it's complete bunk, and I think I do it too. Is bunk. But this idea, suddenly there's all these people talking about Marvel Comics being shut down by Disney because the comics division doesn't make any money. All right, so rumor, 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 rumor. Okay, let's take this from a logical perspective. The comic book industry is a billion-dollar-a-year industry, 40% of which is run from Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. just the comic books itself. Right. All right? So what's happening is this week at South by Southwest, uh, Joe Casada and C.B. Sabolsky, who are the two top uh, chief executive officer and chief creative officer at Marvel, are going to be at a panel at South by Southwest uh, talking about the unique relationship that comic books have with movies, specifically the uh, the Marvel comics and the Marvel movies. The website Bleeding Cool, which tends to muckrake a little bit and stir the stuff up. Uh, Jude Terror, who used to be out at the Outhousers website, was brought in, and he likes to he really likes to stir the poop. Uh, started putting two and two together and saying, oh, well, because Marvel's publishing division, or I'm sorry, Disney's publishing division showed a 17% drop in the last quarter, this panel is a way for Casada and Sabolsky to make a public plea to Disney not to shut Marvel down. Mm. But again, 
40% of a billion dollars is a lot of money. You don't shut that down. You've got to keep the publishing around in order to keep the IPs going. Of course, they could uh, 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 license that stuff off. Uh, Marvel has a good licensing deal with uh, Boom Studios and IDW Publishing, but they're not going. No publisher is going to license their entire collection, which then splits off, uh, you know, those characters and could cause a lot of problems down the road. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, and this is where I think people's logic just totally fails. I, I, Scott, what is South by Southwest? What it was? How how did it start? What was its original goal? It was a music uh, festival thing. It was all music, music and music and movie festival. And I wonder, is, is there perhaps a movie that's opening this weekend that <laughs> might be a reason for Marvel to get up on stage and talk about this relationship between comic books and movies? Yeah. I just wonder if there's a logical flaw in somebody's oh, thinking that equates. That's right. There's a, a new Medea movie coming up. Yeah, this it's weekend. a new yes. Medea. Medea saves the scrolls or something it's called yes uh no i, I yeah i'm totally with you like it, it, it's exactly just this it's on. this and then of course one site reports and another site starts digging into disney's financial reports and and starts saying oh no they had a 17 percent drop in their in their toy and uh publishing division well how many movies did disney put out in the last year that had actual toy product tie-ins mm-hmm. not a whole lot yeah. So, yeah, all of that could equate to and because kids are more into their iPads and their video games, maybe they're not going to go buy the latest uh, uh, toy uh, action figure or the latest uh, uh, book that's based on Frozen 2 or whatever it is. So mm. uh, this is all fluctuations in the market that people are just reading way, 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 way too much in. Mm. Yeah, well, OK. And also, don't um, I, I don't want to elephant in the room this whole conversation, but. Do you think the the price of per issue of a, of an average comic now is a big deterrent? Yes, it is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah. If you're paying, if, you know, right now the, I don't. I think the average is still two ninety nine when you count in companies like um, Alterna Comics, which sells theirs for a buck ninety nine, and then the highest prices for a regular comic are about uh, three ninety nine to four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's a real problem. But I think that there's going to be a change, and I've been talking about it for years, where publishers should stop the monthly month-to-month single issues, and they should go direct to the trade. Mm. And, at, and I've done some math on this uh, before, that even at nineteen ninety nine for a nice six-issue trade uh, paperback, you're still going to make a lot of money from that trade. And that's where comic books have their longest shelf life, is in the bookstores, in the trade paperback section. Mm. And there are a couple of companies that have started doing this. Boom Studios uh, has recently started releasing what they just call original graphic novels, but uh, you know they're like six bucks. But it's like two or three issues worth of content uh, for those six bucks. And they're doing quite well. Uh, coming up soon, um, Kurt Busiek, who does the Astro City series, he ended his most recent run, I believe, at issue number 50. He's taken time off. And the next thing that he's going to do is he's creating the next Astro City series that is going to be a direct-to-trade release, uh, very much like what um, DC has done with their uh, Earth One series with Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and Batman and Superman. And those have all sold incredibly, incredibly well. Mm. So I really think that for the comics needs to change. I really think they need to take on the, you know, the Japanese model of we just release these big volumes uh, every year or once every six months or whatever. Uh, you can still have a regular cycle of comics coming out on a once a month basis or two or three times a month basis. And that will still satisfy fans. But yeah, I think the direct-to-trade is the best way to keep the comic book industry going strong. Mm. 
I'm uh, just talking about Astro City gets me excited about it. Oh, I know. In a couple of weeks on the Major Spoilers podcast, we're going to start the entire Astro City run, starting with the the very first volume of that. I'm all into that, dude. It's so good. And and for those people who uh, like Astro City, we when he, uh, Kurt was doing his month to month series, the most recent one. We had a monthly feature up on Majorspoilers.com that you can still go back into, and he talks about what's going on in each of those issues mm-hmm. and his design process and, and storytelling process and all that kind of stuff. So, Like the Confessor, Cracker Jack. Yeah. Oh, freaking Winged Victory. These are the coolest. Ah, it's great. It's You know what it is? Astro City's like... It's, it's not... It's like the good version of Marvel and DC. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> But it's also just a, got a tinge of Watchmen, you know. Like it's they're 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 a little broken in some ways. Well, the, certainly the Confessor is. I don't know. I just want to read some Astro City right now. That's what I want in my yeah. life. Uh, and I'd love to see that made into something good, like a movie or a TV show or something. It would it would be interesting. But the problem is that it's such a riff on Marvel and DC characters that we know, like the Confessor is Batman, the first or. Daredevil, depending on which way you want to go. And the first family is, of course, the Fantastic Four and that kind of stuff. So it, it could cause some problems down down the line. But it's it's some fantastic storytelling and fantastic art. All right. So uh, final thing I wanted to talk to you about. This weekend, you mentioned it a little bit, we get a new movie. Uh, it's, right. Uh, the, the Captain Marvel there. Not to be confused with Shazam. Whole different deal. A lot of confusion. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, next week. Let me, those, let me tell you the fact about that. that both next those week. movies come out uh, this year is really funny. Yeah. Captain Marvel and Shazam. Yeah, I agree. What were you going to say, Stephen? Sorry. Okay, I was no. going to say next week. Let me tell you about the whole history behind the Shazam Captain Marvel deal. So. Oh yeah, that'll be great. Okay, I'd love cool. to get a little history on it. But anyway, we got that coming out this weekend. Uh, Brie Larson all kicking a and taking names, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it looks good. From what I've seen, it looks good. Are you? What are you hearing rumblings wise? I know there have been some screenings and stuff. Do you, are you feeling? Uh, I've heard nothing but positive things, although, again, this goes back to the very first, uh, the last story we were just talking about is Marvel Comics shutting down. Uh, word is that the Captain Marvel movie is awful because of all these early reviews. Again, stop and think. The embargo has not been lifted for the press right. to go out there and release their reviews. So why could this, how could this movie be getting negative uh, press? And then you go and you look at Rotten Tomatoes, which is the source where everybody's getting this, and you find out that it is the uh, the viewers or the audience reviews how are the audiences doing reviews if they haven't even seen the movie? Well, Brie Larson a couple of weeks ago during a press conference said that she wanted to take more questions from people of color and from women because she didn't want to hear what a white male thought of a movie like A Wrinkle in Time because that movie is not made for a white male. And of course, that got the MRAs all wound up. And so they started a targeted anti-Captain Marvel campaign by giving it negative reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, which brought that score down. And it caused a lot of kerfuffle a couple of uh, weeks ago. Well, Rotten Tomatoes has figured out a solution, Scott. Stop letting people review movies before they're out. That's yeah. right. It is a <laughs> it is a simple solution to a problem that has been around for years. And it finally took Captain Marvel to punch those guys in the face to tell them uh, how, how to solve the Why problem. Why was that ever <laughs> a thing? Why were they ever okay with the idea of a review movie before you see it? It doesn't make any sense to me. That that's the thing yeah. that they was yeah. that was ever even a thing. It should have always How been could this you, way. You should never have been able to do that. That's yeah, exactly right. I don't care what the reasoning is, like, or why they changed it. It's like, why was this ever okay in the first place? Like, it doesn't make any sense. If it's user reviews of a thing, the thing needs to be available for them to review it. So if it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's even hard even after you can't prove they have tickets and seen the movie. So no matter what, it's a pain in the butt. But why not minimize that? 
by not allowing this stuff to happen before that. That's my first thing. My second thing is, boo freaking who? So she said a thing you don't like. You're gonna go make up a bunch of shit to like that's that's all fakery anyway. You're not helping your cause, you dumbasses. Oh yeah, and if you go and read some of those comments on Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know if they're still there or if they just stopped uh, new submissions. But uh, the comments on that were like brutal and just you could tell that somebody was somebody got their feelings hurt, and that's what this is all about. Too and of course, bad. So what? And it, and and of course, the biggest problem, and this is something that you know three white guys shouldn't be talking about. The biggest problem is. Uh, a lot of these people who have issues with Captain Marvel and uh, Black Panther are the the people who are also chiming that, well, it's because we're putting uh, women in movies and making them leads and we're telling movies about Black Panther. This is the reason why Marvel's no good anymore. And this is the reason why Disney's going to shut down Marvel. And it's like, ah. it's the same people that are behind the anti-Star Wars hate about uh, about Ray and Rose Tico. OK, mm-hmm. well, let me tell them this. Uh, they can go put a f- hot fork up their butts because I don't care what they think anymore. <laughs> I've so had it with that faction of us. It's like, exactly. really? You're going to have this kind of problem? People going, well, back in the 80s, there weren't any female protagonists. Oh, I don't know. I saw aliens like 500 times. That was a mm-hmm. major female protagonist. Like, give me a break. Like, not only has it always existed, the fact that it's existing more and more these days doesn't mean that your wiener's any less big than you think it is. Just calm yourselves down and go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate it so bad. Who yeah. cares? See the movie on its yeah. own merits. If it's good, great. If it's not, yeah. oh, and if, and if you don't, if right. people legitimately don't want to see it, that's fine. And people are pointing yeah. out, yes, it's not the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. It's audience interest in in uh, watching the movie. Uh, but if but if you go and read those comments, they were they were pretty 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 bashing. So. Yeah. Well, good Jeez. good for them and their shitty existences. Now we'll get some <laughs> sweet. I'm going to get some sweet emails from that comment. Let's see how it goes. I'm sure. Yes. Uh, well, Stephen, it's a pleasure as always. And uh, you'll have to tell us Monday what you thought. Are you going to get a chance to see it? The uh, I think Marvel? so. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah, too. it'll be opening here. So even in, in Kansas, we get new movies. We're going <laughs> to. Oh, wow, really? I just meant like you're shown on the side of a covered wagon or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, if we're lucky, you never know. Um, but in the meantime, people can be checking out the website. That's over there. Majorspoilers.com. The yep. podcast, the content, the posts, all of it is good and should be in your lives. Steven uh, Schleicher, have a fantastic day. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay Bye. hydrated. Bye. Yep. He forgot yep. to do it. We he pre-ordered only- our tickets seeing at the Dolby Atmos uh, on Friday night at 7 p.m. Oh, so very nice. Mm. I know people are going to see it Thursday, and I'm going to try and stay away from Twitter and all that stuff. Yeah, and, uh, I would. I would do it. Tom Merritt, uh, or not Tom Merritt, but he was supposed to see it but had a thing. So Eileen has seen it, mm. but she's totally tight-lipped about it. She won't say sure, what course. she thought. Yep, so. She has to be. Yep. Oh, well, you saw that good news we got in that email if we work out our, if we play our cards right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Very exciting. All right, let's call Daryl. He takes longer to answer. Yes. We usually get like a full in there. But uh, it was pretty quick today. All right. Hey, look, everybody. It's Daryl. I protest. I am not a merry man. Can I swim while I am on my period? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. It turns out. Uh, Daryl Skeels is here all the way from Seattle. Hello. Hello. Hi. What's what's life like today for you? What are you doing over there? Uh, Just the usual work stuff. Do do uh, do Do you have people hovering around you? Are there meetings? Like what's going on today? 
You, uh, well, yeah, those can crop up at any moment. All right, good. As you know. Yeah, I like it. It's something I look forward to. Uh, Daryl's here. I'm, I don't know why I'm talking in such hushed tones here. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're not the ones. Uh, we're we're not the ones at, at the uh, the work the workplace the strict workplace. I protest. I no. am not a merry man. That wasn't supposed Can to I play. Why is it playing again? <laughs> wow. Sorry, like, uh, that was weird. Worf doth protest too much. I whacked too the, often. Whacked the space key, but I didn't mean to. Anyway, hey, so Daryl's here. He's the Trek nerd. We talk about Star Trek things uh, going on. Uh, I'm starting to feel bad that I'm not caught up on Discovery because. The I'm hearing praise from everyone. Mm. Like people are like, "Dude, this season is so good. It is really good." We just got to the episode, uh, Daryl, where uh, the Saru episode. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. That's that's all I think. I think I can. I think I can leave it at that, right? Sure. Probably. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Is uh, t- what's his name Jones in there playing Saru's Ponfar? <laughs> ah, ooh, really? No, no. Ooh. No, no, oh. that's a that's a Vulcan thing. You're getting all excited. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I need to just get in there. But I mean, uh, so you're the most skeptical among us, and of all the Star Trek people I know, Daryl's the one that's always the most, you know, uh, maybe maybe possibly the most skeptical human. Yeah, you may be the most skeptical <laughs> person I've ever met. So what do you, what's your uh, take now that we're this far? Well, I really I really really like it so far. I think season two has come a long way. F- uh, they've found their footing and it's going good. Okay, give me. A... I do have some complaints about oh. what's coming up. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Well, we can't talk about that very much, can we? Though, probably. Um, well, it's out there. Oh, the basic thing is out there. Is it? Uh, well, let me guess. Can I guess? There. Let me guess. Uh, uh, John Delancey is Q again and shows up and messes everything up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're not as far off as you think. Oh gosh. So, wow. Something from the future coming coming back, one of those deals. Oh, you hate those things. That's got to be it. When you go to when you go dredge up old stuff and think of something new. Come on, we don't need to go back to where we've already been. Mm-hmm. This, we're supposed to go to where we haven't been before. Mm. Somebody get like a little pincher bug in their ear. Does that happen? Now we're going back for the trash bag monster that killed uh, Tashi Yar. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, and it covers a whole Borg cube. Oh, is it the Borg? We get the board? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Further right. back than that. Further Pre-board. back than that. Pre board. Oh. Con? Con? Further, further back. Whoa. Uh, uh, Go uh, as back as far as you can. Oh, first oh, episode. Really? Uh, Pike yeah. stuff. Um, those big brain guys? Yes. Really? <laughs> the big headed guys at the throbbing blue veins? You know what? I'm all right with that. I mean, this because of where this, place, it- where this takes place. <laughs> <laughs> But they Telosians or something? The Telosians? <laughs> yes, the Telosians. Oh, Talos, yeah. uh, whatever the planet is. Talos something. Yeah. yeah. Talos 4. And mm. they've been reimagined. Oh, oh, that's what you always and like. And I hate I Their hate brains that. are not as big. <laughs> they aren't. They're not. No. <laughs> I, they need to be bulbous yeah. and throbbing yeah. and huge. Yeah. And they need to be just a bunch of old ladies playing them. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's what I liked about them. You can tell they were all just a bunch of grandmas, and they were supposed to be like men or unisex, whatever they were. Uh, all right, so it's the cage. They're redoing the cage, is what you're saying. Well, I don't know if they're redoing the plot of all that, but the solutions are in it. Yeah, leading right. into the cage, maybe that's it. Is oh. is Spock? Uh, is Spock all up in it now? Was he now with us? Oh yeah, he's here. We will. Uh, well, we've seen him. Some of us. Is he bearded? Still, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. All right. But Does, there's a, a there's an okay reason for all that. All right. Does he 
Does he bring me my spiced chai latte on time? And uh, <laughs> he looks like a barista. That's what I'm getting at with ears. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, all right. I got to move. I got to ca- catch up. We find out that the T uh, that T Pain is the Red Angel. <laughs> he's he's not only the mass singer. He's the Red Angel. Wait. Oh, uh, have they had any tiny peop- little people playing huge chess? Has that been a thing in Star Trek Discovery yet? Because <laughs> that's one of my favorite old tropes from the old show is the little people moving chess pieces around. For oh, that. that! Oh, I hope that never comes back. Oh, I'll, so good. I'll just so good. I'll be vomiting if it comes back. Uh, I watched it. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Daryl, but um, uh, Leonard Nimoy used to do these spots for uh, uh, Magnavox Laserdisc. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah um, in fact, at the top, top of the show today, I did a little. Uh, that's what that audio was of the now we look at the backhand and we slow it down frame by frame where is it i I will let's watch dennis ralston demonstrate a proper backhand and what's funny about that entire sequence is he's talking to a little glowing rock robot that's like talking back (laughs) to right yes yes so he's like uh, he's saying oh so you're saying the magnavox has better screen picture than whatever whatever and the little thing goes beep boop beep 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 oh that's very interesting little like he's just talking this one-way conversation with this rock it's really stupid. Anyway, thought I'd throw that out there because what's a backhand? Got a little anyway. la- laser disc, the future. Exactly, a backhand in tennis. It's um. Oh, oh, I okay. For yeah, some reason, t- I thought he was doing golf. No, no, it's a Here tennis guy. Chris Let's Brown watch Dennis Ralston demonstrate a proper backhand. Yeah, De- okay. I guess Dennis Ralston at the time was a big tennis guy. I don't know who that is. So. And cat food. Yeah. Uh, Aficionado. Oh, Ralston of course, halfway Catfin. through this backhand, we need to take the laser disc out and flip it over because they can only hold about 45 seconds per side. Let's see. Dennis Rolston. Oh, there's... Okay, tennis. Boy, this is not anyone that's, that's immediately... Oh, Ralston. A-R-A-L. Okay. Ralston. Oh, he's... He was an addict and lost a leg and then beat a drug addiction. <laughs> he's 76 years old still here he's still still doing it still rocking it all right well i learned a little something today but apparently he lost a leg and was addicted to painkillers so there's that mm. here we see dennis ralston slow motion taking too many pills all right uh daryl this is this has all been good uh oh let's talk about uh season three it's happening right yes it's That's- officially uh greenlit and ready to go okay. well not ready to go <clears throat> but ready to start working on it <laughs> well that, that means that they've that they're happy with what they've got. That's good. Mm-hmm. The numbers must be okay with, uh, you know, people joining uh, CBS All Access for for a couple months. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, that's enough money, I guess. I don't know how this stuff works, but that's great. Well, without, without Trek, there's not much on All Access. Right. Although there is the new... Um, the Twilight, Twilight Zone. Yes, Twilight yeah, that's, Zone coming out that's in a month. enough reason for me to stay with CBS All Access once we're, we're done with uh, Discovery. Jordan Peele is running mm-hmm. that? That's correct. Yep. Yeah. I'm very excited about that, actually. Like, there have always, every decade, there's a, re- a redo of that show. Like, there's always, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, like in the 80s, we had one, and we had one in the 90s. They were all different. Mm-hmm. They had a sexy version on some channel, or maybe that was Outer Limits. That was somebody... uh, Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> it was like that. It was like that, though, that. <laughs> Like it was, or like you know when HBO, I think it was HBO had the the uh, the Crypt Keeper guy stuff. Yeah, Tales, yeah, from, Tales the from the Crypt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when I also coming back. When I'd seen that, it was um, pretty tame. But then someone mm-hmm. said, well, "Here are the originals or whatever." They were the HBO ones. There were naked people all up in that thing. Oh really? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> threw me threw me off. It was like uh, I don't know what it was like. It was like uh, oh, you know what it's like? It's like Stargate SG One seeing the pilot from Showtime versus the pilot they edited later when they sold it because the Showtime yeah. pilot had naked people in it. Yeah, the one that I watched on uh, Netflix or uh, Hulu has no nudity, so that's um, yeah they cut apparently it. Apparently that's yeah apparently been edited. But there's the, no boobies in SG One. In the old one, yeah. it was like full frontal. You got everything. You get backside boob on yeah. uh, on uh, Hulu. Everyone loves a good backside boob, except me. <laughs> um, all right, and then Michelle Paradise. She's a writer. That's a great name, Paradise. Uh, Michelle Paradise. <laughs> she has joined Alex Kurtzman as co-showrunner. Was she a writer on this season and now moving up to moving up the ranks, or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's been a producer and writer and actor on other shows. Have they had anybody from original series Trek come in as a cameo at all in this uh, in this season or last? I don't think they have, right? Oh, uh, let's see. I'm probably wrong, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. I would like to see because I don't have a problem with the cameo where they're not playing themselves. Yeah, that's fine. I kind of like that. So I think it's time for Nichelle Nichols to get her chance to do this. Because, oh wait, did she just die? She didn't die, did no, she? No, no, she, but she does have some health problems. Right. So because she probably couldn't do it. Get her in now while you can before, you know, <laughs> it's too late. Because I feel like she deserves it. Everyone else has had their fat chance to do this. And, and can show up in everybody else's little crossovers. And there's poor Yurhura who never gets put in anything. So stick her in there. Just have her show up as somebody's grandma or something. Or a weird alien lady that's like an oracle type who's got some important message on a rock. And then and then you've done it. Do that. Everybody okay. else got a chance is all I'm saying. That's not fair. She should get to do it too. She did the first mm-hmm. interracial kiss on TV, man. She that's right. some credit. Yep. Anyway, there's that. Uh, well, Daryl, that's fantastic. They all is well in Star Trek land, it sounds like, except for the movies because mm-hmm. they've all been stalled. So isn't that ironic? Everybody thought the movies were the problem <laughs> that they were going to stall any television projects and now the movies are all stalled and multiple yeah. series are in the works i think multiple, that's funny yeah uh, star trek tv shows yep. yeah just shows shows you that we don't know nothing uh daryl's the trek nerd you can find him on twitter at the trek nerd and on a show called this week in trek at this where they not only review new episodes of discovery but talk about old stuff and everything in between daryl yes. skeels have a fantastic day any final words you too Ooh. Mm. What was that from? Oh. I don't know. I think it was like uh, it was like Apple. He just forced U two on us. I'm gonna start. We didn't singing. even ask. Didn't even ask him. Yeah, we didn't that. ask for U two, and they showed up anyway. Yeah. yeah now we can never gonna be able to get rid of U two. I forgot they did that. <laughs> they did that right. They just showed up. They they did. It was uh the uh, iTunes upgrade or something. Yeah, it was before update that included. Uh, it was before Apple Music, so it was still like a download album thing. Right. And they said, well, I can't remember what the deal was, but they're like, yep. And guess what? Everyone gets a YouTube album, and, or YouTube, and they YouTube. all just flooded everybody's iPods. Suddenly it was just <laughs> on your phone and your iPod, whether you wanted it or not. And they got yep. in kind of trouble for that. That's right. Anyway, uh, Star Trek Discovery, got to watch it. Going to start. I'm finally going to get in there for season two. I've seen season one. but uh, Yeah, and it's probably, you're probably at the stage now where if you start watching Star Trek Discovery, you'll catch up to the end just about the time of the uh, finale season finale oh is this a good time to start then probably get one in a night or whatever yeah it depends yeah. on how quickly you binge it but um i'm in the middle of that i, c- I only got halfway through it because uh it was so late last night but i did start that 
Michael Jackson oh, the documentary. Michael Jackson Neverland, yeah. Ooh, dude. Yeah, I'm hearing I'm hearing that it's rough stuff. It is super rough. Like it's totally rough. <laughs> mm. Like I I I well, whatever. It's mm. going to be a controversial thing. Sure. Although I don't know that it should be. It seems like these guys are as credible as anybody, but mm-hmm. it is freaking insane. Anyway, uh well there's that. What else? Oh, we got a few things here at the end of the show. Yeah, we got some audio. We got mm-hmm. an email. Oh, yeah. Let's play this mashup. Let's do this. Jamie, at TMS Mashups on Twitter, over at patreon.com slash TMS Mashups. He threw this together for today's Monday fun. Uh, if I can just find it. There we go. Mashups. This is episode 1659 through 1661. With... With a little bit more because uh, we only had uh, three shows last week, so he kind of he may have thrown in a few other things. In Some here. bonus stuff. Oh yeah, I saw that email right. as well. Um, yep. It says plus extras. It's called explosive strap-ons. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Here it comes. Right now. Ancient Chinese medicine, huh? Don't touch his funny bone. Yeah, it's man. a physical grab at my bag. Yep, grabbing your bag, you know, just toting Tell a big Tell me gun. something, girl. Are we all rude in this crazy world? Just some kind of automatic rifle on his shoulder. And... Bring me that guy's arm. <laughs> the shield amount goes down. Actual damage to your hole happens, and that can stay. Not your hole. Wait, your wait. Hole. Did you say actual damage to your hole happens? Hole. Hole. H-U-L-L. Hole. Okay. Hole. Not your Woo. hole. I realize now that you're right. Your damn is my hole. <laughs> you can all F right off. Like yeah. F the right yeah. off out of here. Just go that yeah. direction and shut the door behind you. Why am I naked? <laughs> What's going on? Is this a dream? Check here if you'd like to see a picture of my penis. No. Because I figure Michael Phelps is like completely shaven. Oh, yeah. He's like a, dol- he's a dolphin, right? He's like a dolphin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that a dolphin? That's a dolphin. That was not a dolphin that I just did. a dolphin horse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just little grandpa. Yeah, little oh. grandpa time. Hey, come here, boy. You have to come to me. I'm too old to come to you. I'm going to show you the game Resident <laughs> Evil. Mario Dabruskuskuskuku. Certainly, certainly I nailed that one. Dabrinsku. Dabrinescu. Dabrinescu. Let's see what you got going here. Go shite. And she's like, you want a low cut or a French doodle or a dingle fart? Let me bring out the meth addict to measure your penis space. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I put that in my mouth just now? Anyway, can you just go to Walmart and get a couple of strap-ons? You're all set. Uh, I will not say strap-ons in Walmart again. (laughs) You can if you get the ones with the explosive tip. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Hey, (laughs) oh. That was good. Good stuff. I don't know what the bonus stuff was. I think it was me and uh, Dunaway talking Dunaway. about that. Dunaway. That felt like it might have even been from ELR, maybe? Maybe, or maybe a recent old? boop. Uh, I don't know. Now I don't know. <clears throat> oh, it could have been boop. Yeah, it could have been boop stuff. Not sure. All right. Well, there's that. Thank you for that. As always, Jamie, a quick email from a listener, and it reads like this. By the way, send your own emails into the show, themorningstream at gmail.com, or you can e- uh, send us voicemails, 801 Send 16. us your own emails. Don't send emails that belong to other people. Yeah, that's not fair. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, no. Justin wrote in, says, Hi, Swivel Knife and Beveler. That's a new one. Mm, yes. On Bill's segment about making a leather holster, when he mentioned Tandy Leather, you said, when you hear Tandy, you think computers. I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a leather working class at my local Tandy Leather, and this came up. It turns out Tandy Leather was started in 1919. 
In the 60s, one of the owners got very interested in electronics and the Tandy Corporation bought Radio Shack. So Tandy Computers came out because of Tandy Leather. I found this to be a fascinating piece of trivia. Love the show, though. Justin. And he also gave us a link to the Wikipedia article, which confirms what he says. I had no yes. idea that Tandy Leather and Tandy Computer were, were related. birthed yeah. from the same source. Yeah, that's crazy. Huh. Uh, Good thing we didn't get a leather-bound uh, color computer, TRS-80 color computer back then. That's in the, right. In the 80s. That would have been cool, though. Leather, that actually would have been pretty cool. Leather-cased uh, thing. Somebody made a, um, uh, a their own leather iPad Pro case that just is the sexiest Ooh. freaking thing you've ever seen. Oh, my that gosh. That would be nice. I mean, made, my, you know, my iPhone case is leather. Did you have a leather case? Hold that I up. Let's do. see it. Do you have it here? Do you have it handy? Yeah. yeah. Hold that up. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And what's cool is it gets better looking with age. Like, the longer you have it, the more weathered, and you get, like, really cool discoloration and stuff. And Like me and you. <laughs> exactly. We get more weathered, and we also have some discoloration. Yeah, we look better yeah. with age. Mine's just the we'll see-through look- gel, gel thing. So if I drop it, mm. it bounces kind of-ish. <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it for that email. Again, themorningstream at gmail.com. And we do love your voicemails, 801-471-0462. We will now be done with the show. We are about on time. I love it when we're on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, frogpants.showbot.tv chat room, I guess, is working now. So if you want to go uh, vote for your favorite titles, it was busted earlier, but uh, functional uh, currently. So go make your votes known. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS is the link to everything we do, which includes a link to our Patreon. Please use it, support us, help us out. I noticed a bunch of people jumped onto our new T level. That's fantastic. Thank Yay. you for being there for that. That stuff will be coming to you shortly. And uh, we're thrilled to have you at that level. Oh, I just had, I wanted to make a recommendation. Uh, this was, this is actually for the There Will Be Dungeons show, but it can also be bought on their site. But the Nash Magard's Firebolt, which is the cinnamon orange Rubios herbal tea. Fantastic. Rubios. 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 What do I keep saying? Rubios? Rubios. Yes. Del Mar- Rubios. Marco Rubios running for president. <laughs> 2016. Oh, yeah. We, our our uh, governor, uh, Hickenlooper. Oh, yeah. He's running today. Hickenlooper. He's running. Just announced today that... Uh, there can't be a guy named Hickenlooper in the White House. There's no way it'll happen. You have to have a normal name. President Hickenlooper, this is serious. <laughs> President Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper, come with us, please. What's the matter? President Hickenlooper, we need to launch a nuke immediately. <laughs> like, it just, I don't know. It's like, I know that Obama's a weird know. name. I know we'd get used to it. I get it. We'd get used to it yeah. like Hickenlooper. But when I first see it, I'm I'm of the belief that that, that movie-sounding movie president names are the ones that are going to get in the most. Two-syllable uh, president names are the best. Yes, yeah, Sanders. I'm not saying I'm a necessarily i'm not promoting nor am i denying bernie sanders a chance i'm just saying sanders is a palmer, good name though. come on president palmer palmer Perfect, right yep who was uh what was uh uh west wing uh uh president uh bartlett bartlett, bartlett. two yes. two syllables uh, bartlett. uh president bartlett johnson two t- syllables nixon two syllables right, right. we all know so, how that truman. went. truman truman and he was we'll a true we'll Eisenhower. Yeah, and he was true man. True like, man. True man. Silly true man. And, or you have to have good uh, initials JFK, LBJ. Uh, right. Uh, 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 the other one KFC. I can't think of them all. <laughs> anyway, Washington. I guess that's three. Lincoln. That's three. Lincoln. Lincoln. President Lincoln. 
That's right. FDR is a great Adams. shortening. Adams. DJT. Oh, no, no, we don't like that one. We don't like that one. It's hard to say. DJT. Buchanan. Buchanan. President. <laughs> Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Oh, I wish it was Roosevelt. Not Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yes, not Roosevelt. Just Roosevelt. Ooh, President BLT. There's a good one. President? I'm, I'd vote. Yeah, I would too. Put a little extra B on that LT. Mm-hmm. Uh, first Lady Mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll leave that one there. All right. Great. Morning Stream, Scott Johnson, Coverville Allen on Twitter. So follow us there as well. All right, that's it. Let's get out of here. You got a song to play? Yes. Uh, Kelly Baldwin wrote in and said, uh, I'm turning that special age today, 42. Whoa. I'm taking the day off of work from clinical research in oncology, Alzheimer's, and autoimmune diseases to spend the day with my husband, Josh. I hope Josh feels really good about that because who knows what discoveries and advancements she would make in medical uh, technology if she weren't taking the day off to hang out with you, Josh. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'd love to hear an upbeat song coming from the friends who live in my ears every day. Aw, love you and love the show, though, Kelly. Nice. Well, thank you, Kelly. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, this is a cover. So she mentions she likes emo rock sound, Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance. Let's play a cover by Panic at the Disco. This one comes from the BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge 2017 uh, album. It is a cover of the song that Daft Punk did with Weekend, with The Weekend. Mm. Can't really say The Weekend. Weekend, because there's no second E, uh, third E. This is Starboy by Panic at the Disco.
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. What in the hell is going on out there?